If you are still tuned to 97.3 City FM, you are welcome to the Auto Show. Motoring education for trouble-free motoring experience. My name is Edward Opoku. You can call me Edipoku. The Auto Show is brought to you by Total. Total 9000 Future. Join the Total Nation movement today. Roads are a thoroughfare that links places together and allows travel from one place to the other. Cars are driven on roads and a good understanding of the features of the road will add to your safety. Today we talk the road and the driver. Please send your questions via WhatsApp 054-998-6996 or you can email us at Total.autoshow@gmail.com. Charlie, check this. You don't feel out. The sound of this engine. Music to my ears. I know you. But you check your engine oil. Uh, I always they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember. Quartz 9000 Future 0W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20. It ensure excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. Mm. The Quartz Nation movement too. Mr. Money, Rogozo, and Bobo, Nyele, all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did there. What? Master, straight to the nearest total filling station. Oh. Total Quartz. Keep your engine younger for longer. Can you touch this? I go. And since he took your set of keys, you've been thinking that your fun is all for sure. You shouldn't now you shouldn't alive. But you can come along, that your dad was getting wise to you now. Now you shouldn't alive. And since he took your set of keys, you've been thinking that your fun is all for sure. Welcome to the show, Engineer Muhammad Abdullahi. 
and uh, Jacob Mensa of Brian's Toyota. Um, <laughs> Engineer Abdullah is not a new person to City. He's always on our channels um, talking about roads and other things. Today we have him here as a road and building consultant. He's our expert. And today we are talking about the road and the driver. Engineer, you are welcome. Thank you. Jacob, you're welcome. Thank you. Engineer, can you please tell us about roads and how they have evolved to what we have today? Well, I, I think for roads, I'm not sure we can recollect when it was started. When you used to use horses, I mean, they were short parts and then cutting off um, those ones through transition until this time. But I think the initial stage, because there was no um, revelation of um, asphalt or bitumen, mm -hmm. There were these uh, more or less like macadam. Mm -hmm. There were bigger stones used for, especially when we have areas we have um, with swampy areas. Mm -hmm. There are boulders, rocks mm -hmm. with sizes that defined uh, within the standard specifications at that time. At that time, and so they, they use those ones to stabilize the swampy areas. And then as they are coming up to the surface where it's supposed to be more trouble, they graduate from the bigger ones to the smaller, the smaller ones. One. Yeah, so you have mostly it's like chippings. Mm -hmm. um, others were using even clay okay. at those times. Yeah, but they have to mix the clay with um, the chippings. Mm -hmm. But in the wet season, they have their issues. But issues. in the dry season, too, they have their issues. <laughs> yeah. And it has revolved all the way, evolved all the way to this time where we have uh, concrete roads. Mm -hmm. So basically, we have two types of roads. We have the flexible mm -hmm. and then the uh, rigid. The rigid pavement is like the motorway. The motorway. Uh, do, do, they, don't, they don't deflect with application of load. Mm -hmm. They crack or they break. Mm -hmm. And the other ones, the asphalt, the uh, flexible ones, they deflect with application of excessive load mm -hmm. or in a, a movement of loads on them. They are the asphalt mm -hmm. and uh, surface dressing. Okay. But the surface dressing is a thin layer. Mostly if you see the surface dress through, they are just, after they are done with the gravel, they apply the bitumen, which Small the quarter, mm -hmm. and then they do graduation of the smaller size of chippings, like 7 to 10 mm sizes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then when they apply those ones, after like a month or two, they add the second one, okay. which is bigger, that's a 10, 14. Mm -hmm. And after like a month, they come back and put the, the smaller one, that's a 7, 10, to ensure that vehicles do not wear off easily the tires. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So you have some smooth flow. At the same time, you should be able to have resi um, friction. The big when they apply brakes, they should be able to um, stop within a reasonable distance. Yes, so these are the type, and then the the basic one that we know in our villages are the feeder roads. Mm -hmm. But now the feeder roads are also metamorphosing from uh, gravel mm -hmm. to uh, surface dress. Surface, yes. So basically, these are the three types: the the rigid pavement, the mm -hmm. concrete the, uh, pavement is for the asphalt, and then the, the surface dress roads. Oh. But the, asa the asphalt, the chip, uh, the concrete road stays much longer. Oh, and okay. they are in terms of the classes they are very expensive oh, okay. followed by the asphalt which also stays in terms of the years it comes after the concrete mm -hmm. it's also relatively expensive than the, the lesser one which is the surface dress road before the gravel the normal gravel road that we have in our villages oh, okay. And our okay okay thank you um, um engineer um i believe you have um i mean you've been doing roads for a long time looking yeah. at all the things that are going on in, in this country people are crying for no roads, no vote. Can you just walk us through from the time um, the decision is made to construct a road briefly? What are the major steps till the time the project begins? Well, uh, 
maybe the mostly in terms when it comes to roads it's most basically the government because mm -hmm. they are very expensive yeah so uh, apart from the estate ones you have so a government expressed interest of maybe trying to do let's say from ctfm to maybe achimota mm -hmm. so he invites consultants to come and um bid so they will do the initial design the reconnaissance survey and everything but you need to get information from the client what they're expecting what they have mm -hmm. And then you do the reconnaissance study, you do all your designs, you do the, your design review, and then you do the pricing. Mm -hmm. When you finish, that, those pricings are not meant to the public. It's kept with the, the employer. Mm -hmm. Then he now opens tender for contractors mm -hmm. to come and tender for the document which has been prepared. Based on the details, that the scope of works, they now price all the items based on what is there. But before they do that, they also have to come and look at the terrain they have to consider where can they get material. Mm -hmm. If you are supposed to buy concrete, where can they get, get uh, the chippings to buy? If they are supposed to buy premise concrete, where can they get the premise concrete to buy? So they will do all this. Is there any water bodies around? Because they need to use water when they are doing, I mean, to actually um, pro, um, water the roads, when they actually on the, on the gravel, gravel, when they actually scarify the roads. Mm -hmm pollution so they have to, so all those things will come into play where they are supposed to site their camp mm -hmm. and if let's say you are doing 10 kilometers of a road the controller will not have to go and site his camp at the extreme end of the project because the movement alone would cost, him, would so cost much. him so much so he has to surgically look at maybe the center of the road and then find a place to so all that will come into before they can actually do their pricing and all the contractors have their markup oh, okay the bigger the contractor maybe the bigger the markup mark and then they'll tender once they do that and then they open tender on the day that the employers polluted, then the least uh, bidder wins the contract in most instances. In most instances. And then they, so after that, the employer may either go on with the consultant who won the bid mm -hmm. to do the design, mm -hmm. to do the supervision, or they can actually go for another consultant, consultant. altogether to, to come and do the design. The, the, so the sometimes you can do only design. Mm -hmm. But most of the time you do design and, and supervision. supervision. But I think that was very effective when you do design and supervision. Oh, okay. So the contractor wins a, a contract and then they, they kickstart the project. Okay. So, so with you, which part do you normally play? Do you play the role of consultant or you normally play the role I am diverse. I, yeah. I, I play consultant in most instances, <laughs> like from the Ebri, Ebri Road, uh, which we did in 2004 to 2007. I was a consultant among a team of consultants. And the team of consultants, you need to have experts in the various fields. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your head, who is more or less like the manager, what we call the resident engineer. Then you come to the contract manager, mm -hmm. who has to look at the conditions and then possible lawsuit or conflicts. Okay. Then you have the materials engineer, like what I do. Mm -hmm. You have to learn about the type of material to use, the bitumen you are even using, mm -hmm. whether you are supposed to go beyond a certain temperature. Mm -hmm before application on the road, the chipping sizes, whether they are flaky. Flaky is like, you can do a road and within a short time, short time, it's, called, it's bleeding. Mm -hmm. Bleeding means that you see that the road becomes so black, mm -hmm. the bitumen is coming out. It's coming out. It's either you have applied so much bitumen mm -hmm. or the chippings have actually broken down because they call flaky. Mm -hmm. If they are fairly flat, mm -hmm. they, so you need to have angular and all those that wow. come under the material engineers who have to go and do all those. So that you see that there will be a road in Accra, two roads, one is gone. One is still stable because of those kind of petty, petty, um, what do you call it, classifications okay. yeah, that you have to. So the team, the materials team, the geotechnical, that the geodetic engineer, the surveyor, mm -hmm. who have to know the alignment, mm -hmm. so that you don't, you don't just say, okay, we are just turning a cafe here. You need to know 
what if somebody is coming with about 80 kilometers per hour, mm -hmm. can they be able to transit between this curve and that curve without skidding up the road? Oh, okay, interesting. So that's what we call the S curve. So most of you want to see those curves, the road now turns in the opposite way mm -hmm. so that you don't go off. Off, you don't, you don't. Yeah, so that we call the S, the super elevation. Yeah. So we do those curves to prevent the vehicles from skidding off mm -hmm, to mm -hmm, the other side. Mm -hmm, so all those, so the team is like the resident engineer, the the, con the uh, contract engineer, the materials engineer, the survey, and then the supervisors oh, okay. who are also supposed to have a foresight of all, all the areas that they are supposed because they are actually on the field. Oh, okay. They supervise and they come to you and then okay. the engineers go in and do Talking their. about roads and the curves, you know, that uh, there's in recent time, due to the accidents that have been coming up in recent times, people have been agitating. Like the road from Accra to, let's say, Takwadi, for example, people complain that there are too many curves. I think there was a news item on on that um so would you consider that road to be a good road or a bad road it's a good road it's a good road. it's a good road okay i i feel like most of the pro uh, problems uh, the, the issues we're having on the roads is basic driving driving okay so um i, I want to ask what are what are some of the things that Will, will, will guide us to decide if a road is bad because that is what's of interest to me right now yeah. or interest to us right now so that as drivers we know how to, what to look out for so that we can remain safe when we are on the road the roads the roads that i've seen so far i don't see any of them to be bad so to speak as the roads in ghana yes mm -hmm. what normally happens is that when the furniture road furniture cease to exist okay you know the road is support it doesn't communicate with you through the signs good so once the signs are fading away mm -hmm. because if you if, especially if you are driving the night mm -hmm. one of the most important communicator mm -hmm. is the line marking okay it has to have some reflection reflection so that at maybe 50 meters away when you throw the highlight or even a dim you should have some feedback so the road is supposed to communicate with, with you. you but the road itself is not fair it's not bad mm -hmm. but on, when those features actually start to uh, disappear mm -hmm. and they are not actually remedied. Mm -hmm. They don't come in and do them as, as soon as we, uh, it has to be done. Mm -hmm. Then the roads start to become bad. Oh, okay. But uh, with all my experience in the road sector now, like 15 years, mm -hmm. we start to record accidents when the roads are fairly good. Oh, okay. Very, very good. Okay. When we did the Blue Road in 2004 to 2007, in fact, 2008 January before we left there, mm -hmm. Before then, you know, the road was very narrow when you are climbing from Ayimensa through to Kitase. Yeah. Now, when we did the road, we, we actually opened it, opened it dualized it. The accident kept rising. And what I have rec uh, recorded for about 10 years mm -hmm. now is that it happens mostly on Friday evening, Saturday afternoon for funeral, funeral time. That's right. And the speed. The speed. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay, what should drivers look out for to decide if, uh, okay, we, I think we've covered this. Um, let me just read this shortly. Um, Quad 9000 Future GF0W20. Total Petroleum is continuously innovating and delivering better energy solutions that bring value to its cherished customers. Introducing a new addition to the Total Quartz range, the Quad 9000 Future GF0W20, a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil specifically formulated with age resistant technology for the latest generation engines that require 0w20 or a viscosity grade in its class the quartz 9000 future gf0w20 reduces fuel consumption increases your oil change interval ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness protects emissions control systems and reduces the release of harmful emissions into the environment 
the total quad 9000 gf0w20 delivers beyond performance total quartz engine oil keep your engine younger for longer please you can send us your questions via whatsapp 0549986996 or send us an email total.autoshow at gmail.com um jacob please what um effects does a bad road have on your car well that's interesting i I will take it from something my brother said an engineer my other colleague said Mm -hmm. So when he was talking, he said that he hasn't seen bad road in Ghana, mm-hmm. per se, mm-hmm. from the design aspect and burden aspect. Yeah. What you have the road infrastructure, mm-hmm. which is food, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. the top soil is gone. Mm-hmm. So I'll speak from that angle. Yes. Because I believe that roads are designed to international standards. So the base, everything is correct. Correct. As engineer. And, I, and I, I, I side with him. Yes. So I'll, I'll then answer my your question. Mm-hmm. By what bad roads means to the normal Ghanaian, mm-hmm. the taxi driver, the truck driver, the normal Ghanaian, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to take it from. Yes. It has a lot of effect on your car, mm-hmm. every aspect of it, because without the roads, your car has no business going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So imagine, let's say the top uh, layer is gone, mm-hmm. there's so much dust on the road, right? Mm-hmm. It can affect your fuel consumption yeah. because your air footer will we'll tend to get too. choked early. So it means you're going to have frequent change of Air filter. Air filter. And when the air filter is choked, it affects your fuel consumption. Mm-hmm. So if you affect your, the pulling of the car, because if the car is not pulling well, the fuel consumption is affected. Mm-hmm. Then driver fatigue can also be <laughs> being, because the driver is driving, you have to be very careful on the road. Mm-hmm. Where it can take maybe 10 minutes to go, it's going to take about 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. So driver fatigue sets in. That's also another thing. Mm-hmm. Then accidents are bound to occur. He mentioned about the the, when you are climbing, how the road is turned to, to avoid tipping off or the car rolling yeah. over. Mm-hmm. So if that, because the nature of the road is so bad, mm-hmm. then the car cannot get that because it, it is at an angle. Mm-hmm. And then the top layer is off, so that angle is, is no off. longer what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You can easily tip off if you are speeding. Mm-hmm. So if your car tips off, it's an accident, you are going to be involved in an accident. So it also runs at a cost to you. At the same time, the suspension component <laughs> on, the, on the car can also be affected then the road itself can also get deteriorated <laughs> if the road itself is giving way then because you can have water setting on the road it's not running off mm-hmm. yeah. it's there. all these things are there yeah and so when, the, when, <laughs> when the, the water stays on the road it, it can it also cause uh, hydroplane. a hydroplane yes, yes. especially during the rainy season rainy you season. are speeding and then the tires are not able to hold well uh-huh. if you're braking mm-hmm. your braking distance can also be increased of course the tire wear you can increase your tire where, where it can, can wear faster. Mm-hmm. Then all the suspension components are in trouble because they, they, they come into contact or they carry the forces that the road uh, gives to the car. So this is what I'll say. <laughs> okay. So what would you say to a driver? Mm-hmm. What would you say? Let's assume, I mean, we, we are in a developing country. Okay. I mean, it, it's inevitable. At some point, roads will deteriorate. Mm. So um, if, if you, what would you advise a driver to do if you sense that, okay, this road is not up to the standard that it's supposed to be. You see, uh, as engineer said, mm-hmm. he said most of the things he said are, are, are driver, driver made. They are not, because driver just for the fact that the road is bad, drivers can still use it. Mm-hmm. And the drivers can be safe if they want to be safe on the road. Exactly. So we should obey the regulations. Mm-hmm. As he said, the road speaks to us. Mm-hmm. Even if the markings are not there, mm-hmm. and the driver, you know, 
you can gauge the model of the road that you're not supposed to use the model. Mm -hmm. There are no markings there. But you know you can you can easily know that this my half, this other man's coming half. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't go into the model. Okay. So it all depends on the driver's behavior. Drivers must behave well when they're in the uh, on the road. You should be considerate. Have patience. Mm -hmm. And then remember that a good driver is the one who leaves one destination and gets to other destination peacefully. Then regularly have a check on your car. That's all because the, the nature of the road will affect your car. So as you are inspecting the car, you, you'll be able to pick what's going to fail quickly than to wait and then have a breakdown. So every driver must be patient. He must know his car. As he drives on the road, he should, he should try. Even if the marks are not there. I assume that every every good driver uh, last time, uh, subtenant said, yeah. should be able to know what is there. Mm -hmm. So she to tell, even if there is no markings there, you know that at this speed, because you are speeding on a uh, road not properly, you can feel it in the car. Yes, you, you, you in, case, in case you are turning, mm -hmm. you say, this time I think my speed is a little high, or mm -hmm. this curve, the way I feel, I have to slow down. So drivers must listen, because the cars themselves, the nature of the road will make the cars also behave a certain way mm -hmm. as you are driving. We should be able to feel that, uh, what the car is telling us. Mm -hmm how the car is driving. Yeah. And then adjust our speeds and our behavior accordingly. Because other than that, we will end up killing ourselves. Because sometimes, when an accident occurs, as engineer said, sometimes you, you, you can't believe you can have an accident there. Yeah. The road is flat, very open, and still cars are having any conditions. Yeah. It's all because drivers are not patient. patient. We are not keeping the right distances. We are not ready to be patient behind another car as if you are racing on the road. No. All right. Jacob, um, if if someone routinely drives mm. on bad roads, mm. I mean there are some um, areas the roads have been very bad for a while. If somebody drives routinely on such roads, are there any upgrades that the person can do to their car that yeah. will reduce the effects of the bad road? Yeah, there are some upgrades, especially on the suspension components. Basically, is the is the springs and the shock absorbers. Basically, mm -hmm. that's what they do. Basically, can you can raise the car let's say have more clearance under it mm -hmm. you can do it using the tie but you know you don't get much from a bigger tie because mm -hmm. if the tires are too big they are too heavy they're going to, to rub so affect even apart from rubbing the weight of the tie comes into play yeah it can yeah, affect yeah. the power that you get on the road even mm -hmm. uh, the consumption can be affected steering can be affected so that balance is a little tricky mm -hmm. but sometimes mm -hmm. we have some systems where you can have sometimes two springs auxiliary spring to go onto the other spring mm -hmm. to make to, so I can have a more ragged suspension. Mm -hmm. They are there. But I can show you that if drivers are careful, whatever suspension component that have been fixed on the car originally mm -hmm. can survive the roads. Okay. Can survive because you are driving. You see a portal. You know the roads are no good. So you are going patient. You are driving slowly or within the, uh, with the right speed. Mm -hmm. You are not going to bump. You are not going to speed through a portal. Yeah. Because if you speed through a portal, that force can affect can we have so i've seen cars who have gone through part and have their uh, lower arms broken broken yes but the guy drive at the right speed apart from besting the tire or breaking it's not going to happen so the patience is very important most cars once even sometimes certain companies like the, like the bushings you can you can upgrade the bushings suspension bushings there are instances cars have come from other jurisdictions mm -hmm. like used cars have come to ghana Sometimes the bushings are not the same. The, 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 the texture of the bushings are not the same. Yeah. I've seen a car before. Somebody bought a car brand new. The car was driving. There are some funny noise under the car. It was a new car. Mm -hmm. Not than three months old. It bought a brand new from home. We only have to change the shock observers to fix the one which is designed for our type of ter territory. Mm -hmm. And the car, and, and it, ha it had this peace of mind. So yes, you can. 
So look around for very good spare parts. Mm -hmm. Technicians who will fix the right ones for you. And then you turn on the road, be patient. But you cannot be speeding. No, it doesn't matter what uh, uh, components you have under the car. If you are speeding and there's, there's a speed ramp, I'm sure you're going to talk about that. That is food. Mm -hmm. And then you, you are jumping over it. There's nothing else can save you. Okay. <laughs> you get me? All right. So let's be patient. When we are patient on the road, and then we make sure our cars are in good condition, they are being, they are being serviced properly. properly. You should watch because it's not everybody who takes care of the car very well. When somebody says has changed certain things, please examine. Be sure that what the person putting is right. That's what that's what that's the answer I'm going to give you because if you don't know what somebody is doing on your car, mm -hmm. it's risky. Yeah. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. So make sure you're getting very good genuine parts. Mm -hmm. There are charlatans in the system. Mm -hmm. Lots of good guys in the system. What our profession, you have both. <laughs> one good, one good. Can have. So look for people you can trust. People also trust you. Then they can they can face the cafe. So be sure that you are having the regular servicing and maintenance at the right time. Don't exceed them. Mm -hmm. And then make sure these things are checked regularly for you. Then, you, then we, we can be sure that you go and come back safely. Okay. Thank you, Jacob. Um, engineer, um, let's talk about some um, road safety features and how yeah. drivers are expected to interact with them. Um, let's start with lane markings. Yeah, that's the, the white, those are the white lines you see yeah. on the on the road. I realize that in other jurisdictions, the the the, the one that divides the road is is yellowish. Yeah, that it's you know it depends on the country. Oh, okay. I think uh, is it US? US is the yellow mm -hmm. in one other country, but mm -hmm. mostly it's placed there. It's white. South Africa also use the yellow. Yellow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's just the color. Oh, okay. Specific. You see the broken ones in the middle. Mm -hmm. That means that you can have a side clearance. Oh, okay. So it means that you are allowed to op uh, to overtake, overtake, but at least with caution. Mm -hmm. You need to know that they have a good clearance. Even though you see that maybe about 500 meters away, mm -hmm. before you do that, if there's an approaching vehicle, you, you ought not to do you that. You ought not to do Yeah, that. so that's the, the landmarking that defines the carriageway. Like mm -hmm. you were saying, even without the landmarking, you know that this is the center of the road. This is my mm -hmm. carriageway. Mm -hmm. and that's the other person's carriageway right. coming. So they're just supposed to define roads mm -hmm. and give us like car parks, and just there are different of roads, driving ways, and then car parks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the essence of that one. Okay. L um, rumble strips. Rumble strips, they are all part of the speed coming measures. Mm -hmm. The speed table, the rumble strip, the speed hump. Mm -hmm. They're just supposed to reduce the acceleration mm -hmm. just for you to decelerate mm -hmm. when you're approaching the town or even when you're approaching those areas that the drivers are complaining about, mm -hmm. the caves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are some areas that you cannot avoid the caves. Yeah. There are either national monuments, mm -hmm. there are rocks that you cannot go through, mm -hmm. there are rivers you cannot. If you look at the cost of actually trying to go straight in those areas It'll and be more you look expensive. at the cost, maybe half of the project or maybe one quarter, mm -hmm. you'd have to actually do that and then actually warn of drivers by. But you see, before you get to the speed hump, people do not watch the signs, the signs. on the roadside. Mm -hmm. There are, you see, you have mostly you see the red one. And then the blue one. Mm -hmm. The red one will tell you you are you are approaching the actual, actual spot. spot. The blue one is the spot. Is the spot. And so you see them. I don't know how they communicate, mm -hmm. but if if we actually get through the education well mm -hmm. from the DVLA side, the, or the driving the, school yes, or whatever. Yes, mm -hmm. that's that's the problem. And so I, I still think we're having a lot of drivers in the system who are not qualified. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. No, they, are, they are not drivers, they're just car movers. Because <laughs> 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 a driver should want to communicate of on a road yeah. to fellow drivers, okay. also read what is on the road. Yes. But most people can just move the car, they know how to move from one end to the other end, <laughs> and they are not drivers. <laughs> I'm sure, Gina, I'm sure Dr. Sasu agrees with me. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> in general, I also realize that in, in some places, the rumble strips, they, they have it on the side of the road. Yeah. 
so that um, if somebody is falling asleep and they are veering mm. off the road or yes. veering into the center of the road, yes. they, it, will, it will vibrate and mm. let them know. Yeah, just like the sound, yeah. just to alert yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They are just done at not almost all the areas, quite mm. expensive. Oh, so okay. you just do them in areas you think that within this area. Mm. Uh, but where you have those, mostly we, we do the roads and we have a wide median. Mm -hmm. Let's say if you are driving from Ofanko to, let's say, in Sawam, mm -hmm. so there's a bigger median mm -hmm. in there mm -hmm. because you have luxury of land. <laughs> so you, you, you widen your median. Mm -hmm. But if you're using, like, say, um, the, the, the Pantan Junction mm -hmm. to Ayimensa, yeah. so they're just separated by a new Jesse barrier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That means that you don't have so much luxury of land, mm -hmm. so you have to separate the road with that one. With that one. So that is so, but that one, I most don't see people getting involved in accidents on that because they know the impact. But mm. I see a lot of the people <laughs> on the. I can't be intimate, so you say me be. So it happens like that. But I think, aside all that we're speaking, we, if the various institutions who are mandated to ensure that sanity prevention rules act well, mm -hmm. won't have a problem. We'll have a problem. I drove through Zongo Junction right now, mm -hmm. and because there are no police people there, the drivers have taken about three of the lane, two of the lane. I've left us with only one. And when the police are just there, everything is okay. We need to have the CCTV cameras there. We don't need human beings mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. There's a pedestrian walkway walk just away. there. Yeah. Fix, fix the CCTV. Mm -hmm. Get that with the national identification coming in. Mm -hmm. Get the drivers. When you just pick the number, you know who is, it is. Exactly. When they are there, the next day they announce on the media. Mm -hmm. The next two days they are picked. Mm -hmm. Government can make a lot of money, money. from the discipline and recalcitrant drivers, drivers on our highways in Ghana. Certainly, it's bad. Okay, um, um, engineer, what about um, guardrails? Yeah, guardrails are just supposed to, like you were saying, there's there's super elevation areas mm -hmm. where you have either high roads. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the roads are so high, the adjoining lands are very very, very low. low. So you don't want the car to topple over and mm -hmm. go down there. Mm -hmm. So you normally use the guardrails. Mm -hmm. But you see that on the guardrail, there's a, there's this yellow light. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is supposed to be up like facing. Yeah. So the one your lights on the human side is mm -hmm. so beautiful when mm -hmm. you're climbing the yeah. mountain. But the human side, we did the guardrail, mm -hmm. and then we did the new uh, the another concrete crash barrier, crash barrier. Yeah. so that we we'll have a good place for those who walk mm -hmm. and jog in the evening, mm -hmm. so that at least you cannot hit the guardrail and then still hit the crash barrier, mm -hmm. and so that we can provide adequate space for pedestrians. Pedestrian. Yeah. So that's that's a that's a guardrail. Oh, okay. Um. What about lane separators? Lean. Lean separators. Lean. No, th those are just like the, the carriage we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. The, the median. Yes. You mentioned New Jersey. Yeah. That is a name from, <laughs> from like just like what we use as California Bay Ratio. Okay. The, the, the system came from the United States. <laughs> okay. You know, when they were doing their designs at the time. Yeah. When you, when you want to know how long, assuming that you are doing a road or you are finishing a road and you have four days of continuous mm -hmm. rain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How the road behave. behave. So in those times when they were at war, mm -hmm. the the soldiers or the by the soldiers. Mm -hmm. So assuming that we are going through an enemy's territory and then there's this water constantly on the road mm -hmm. for four days, mm -hmm. how would the material behave? Okay. Would the motor let, let, let me ask this. I I I read from somewhere. Or I was watching a documentary, okay. and they mentioned that the um, the guardrails normally has a, some kind of collapsible material between it and the post that hold it. Said that if a car um, um hits it instead of the whole thing you know it's made of metal yes. so instead of it the, it reduces the crash impact is, no. is that what we do here no we we have okay the the pipes mm -hmm. that, are, that are driven down they are casted down mm -hmm. they are hollow oh okay mm -hmm. so they would always not be so rigid, rigid yeah. to have that 
impact. The impact. Okay. But the, when they are lapping the guardrails, mm -hmm. they lap them in the mo in the direction of the vehicle. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when you hit, the other one will not open and then enter your vehicle. Okay. So they lap it in the direction of the vehicle. Okay. So when you hit, the other one behind will just go, we'll just go okay. and then you just you have your vehicle. At least if you are involved, it's not you don't have anything going through your engine it's or the screen. The screen. Yeah. So that's how we, we lap we lap them. Interesting. Yeah. Um, engineer, um, what about the road markings? I mean, we've talked about the road markings. Dr. Sasu was here the other day. We talked about um, the driving rules and regulations and all that. But I just want you to just give us a few points. The road markings. What are they supposed to tell a driver? Yeah, first of most, like I said, even without the signage, mm -hmm. you see when you throw your light mm -hmm. far away, you see that there's a, if there's a curve, mm -hmm. you will see it. And then as always, it's just supposed to let you be in your lane. Mm -hmm. And then the other one may be the pedestrian crossings, mm -hmm. which is part of the road markings anyway. Yeah. When you're having to go off your in a carriage where you're supposed to decelerate from your your two either you have a two carriageway going mm -hmm. in one direction you want to go off they'll see that arrow that veers off that's it. you have to now start decelerating or moving your leg for your partner because mm -hmm. you are not supposed to unnecessarily interfere or conflict with the vehicles who are behind you mm -hmm. so these are they are just communications okay. as for the line markings that's that's the bottom line there. okay thank you we have some um questions from whatsapp so i'll just take them nanayao afari from agunan sabah nanayao says um the speed strips or the small size speed drums that we have between Kaswa to Cape Coast roads, don't they have effect on the cars and by extension contribute to accidents on our road? I, I think we've already answered that. Yeah, but, uh, but the Kaswa Cape Coast road, I don't know whether the design who did that. Sometimes you see the, what they've done on the roads and they ask us whether it's properly done by the, uh, an engineer. Like they cut through the road and then they cut the concrete. Sometimes. I'm not too sure because it's not in my foot, mm -hmm. but I think sometimes you, you climb over it. Okay, okay. And then they are, they are not even not uniform, not all of them. Some of them are higher than others, mm -hmm. some of them. So that you can go by the same speed, you feel the bump. Sometimes mm -hmm. you, when you climb, it's very smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I see what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, engineer. It is, it, is, it is a flight. Oh. Mm -hmm. see, mostly the ones I know which are actually within tolerance is like, you're supposed to go like in a, a bow form. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So you have uh -huh. 0, 12, 18, 12, 0. Mm -hmm. okay. Others will go 0, 18, 36, mm -hmm. 12, 0. That's, okay. that's serious. Yeah. You see, one of the most effective is the one you see around the American, American Embassy. American Embassy, yeah. It is so effective, mm -hmm. it's, you won't feel the bump, uh -huh. but it performs its work. That's right. The that's function right. of the speed is to actually reduce mm -hmm. your speed. It will do that, but at the same time, you don't have that kind of bump yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it says, hi, Auto Show. I hear screeching sound when I apply the brakes. What can be the possible cause? That is one question. And two, he says, yeah. I have, have, I've been, I've been experiencing an unusual vibration when I start my vehicle, and I want to know what the cause might be. I drive in the Sun Versa. This is Michael from Kanishi. Uh, when you apply the brakes, noise. Unfortunately, I don't know the kind of n type of noise you are hearing, but uh, have a mechanic examine the brake part, the 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 disc, mm -hmm. or, or the drum, mm -hmm. or just to take it off and look what is causing it, because. It could be the brake pad which is squeaking. Mm -hmm. It could also be a looseness in the suspension. Mm -hmm. Some of the uh, suspension arms, in, when the bushings are not good, if you break, they can give you some sound. Yeah. And then the vibration, there's no need to check. It could be engine seat, it could even be the exhaust pipe that touches under the car, it could be anything. Uh, talking about <laughs> brake pads, um, I, I think uh, some brake pads, because of their very nature, mm -hmm. are noisy, especially yes, when they're noisy. cold. Yes. yes, you can have. Uh, Brake pad, which give very effective brakes, mm -hmm. but noisy. Mm -hmm. Very effective, 
but suit. It also gives you suit. suit it's it yeah. dirty. Mm-hmm. And, and they're very effective. You don't hear any noise. So mm-hmm. the, the nature of the breath is very key. Okay, so but most of the time, uh, most people may not complain so much about that. Mm-hmm. Because my assumption is that you might be using the same paper for some time. Yeah, okay. Sometimes you have a disc. In case the disc, there's a wattage or there's a, a score. Mm-hmm. That's a roughness of the disc. So it cuts into the brake pad. Mm-hmm. Then it can easily give you noise. Or mm-hmm. sometimes you can have some dust getting started between the brake pad and the disc. It can also give some noise. Okay. So the material can also be yes. Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah, engineer, um, let's, let's go back to the um, uh, safety drums. Safety drums. The noise you spoke about, there are the jingles around the road. Okay. Yeah, so like it awakes the driver when he's actually gone. Mm-hmm. But our roads, you don't see anything like that on our roads. You only have mostly the line markings, the information sign, the speed drums, the guardrails. That's all. When when roads are being designed, do they consider the speed? Yes. Yeah. yes. So so that if um, I am a road designer and my wish is to have a road that... Because I know that in certain jurisdictions, like in, in Germany, for example, they have their, um, what do you call it, um, their, their highway that you can just speed yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, the road is designed for that speed. Yes. So you consider the speed. Yes. Mm. Good. Yeah. So um, what in Ghana, what, what are the speed limits that you, you, you design into the road? Oh, it's, it's, it's that from... Let's say zero mm-hmm. to like hundred. Oh, okay. Mostly, I don't see it beyond hundred in Ghana. Oh, okay. Yeah. If if you are supposed to stand around teacher Mante, mm-hmm. no <laughs> no vehicle will go past it. If the police want to act, mm-hmm. no vehicle will go past teacher Mante to Kumasi, because mm-hmm. every vehicle I see on that road goes beyond their limits. Yeah. I'm told that the drivers of those big buses supposed to go around seventy kilometers per hour. None of them does below hundred. You are right. None of them. Mm-hmm. And so, we have. For the roads, before you design the highway, mm-hmm. if it is actually a road where you, there are no built-up area, mm-hmm. there's no as in buildings around, mm-hmm. you have like on the way to Kumasi, there are areas that you have to do maybe 80 kilometer per hour design, 100 kilometer per hour design. When you're approaching like towns, the road actually you will not design the road like it's supposed to be 80. Mm-hmm. It's a road. Mm-hmm. It is the information signs on the road that's supposed to tell you that even though the road is okay, when you're approaching a town, you see that approaching the next. 50 meters, there's another sign approaching the town. Reduce speed now. Then 50 kilometers. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, you accelerate. Okay. Uh-huh. So okay. the road is okay. The road is designed. It can be it can be a town road, mm-hmm. but it can be 100 kilometers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, like sometimes in the night, when you are driving in a crowd, maybe by midnight when there's nobody, the roads which are 30 or 50 kilometers in, in town, you can drive about 1,800. Yeah. Because there's no obstruction. There's no conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the roads are just okay. But the information that are on the road is supposed to actually inform and then when you have those curves as well, yeah. the designs are supposed to be done so that you see that within you, before the person gets to that curve, with this A speed, mm-hmm. can he initiate? Otherwise, yeah. they have to. So that's, that informs the designer to actually widen the radius. The radius so they don't just have a kink in turning. Mm-hmm. But if I'm driving like maybe 20 kilometers or 10 kilometers an hour in town, mm-hmm. I can still initiate a curve with a very serious curve. Mm-hmm. But on the highway, you need to consider, okay, I'm using 80 kilometers to do the design. Mm. Assuming this car is driving within this distance, and within 10 seconds, it will get to this line. Mm. Can it initiate the curve before it gets to the direction, the, the next uh, uh, road layout and uh, lane? All right. Um, there's a question for you, engineer. It says, um, good day, Auto Show. Please kindly ask engineer about the speed drums that are found on the term Aflau, Aflau Road. That number about four. But no. most drivers speed over them because the sound, because of the sound it produces. 
I want to know the purpose of such rams. It is it is called the rumble strips. Those are rumble strips. Yes. They're small, small, small. But, yeah, so you hear the stamp, then you're on. But mostly, I, I'm told people test their shock absorbers. <laughs> but that is, you <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, those very good cars. No, be, be, because <laughs> no, I, I, for one, I slow down on rumble strips, yes. even yeah. when I'm on a motorbike. Yes. yes. Because I see them as much more dangerous yes, than... That, takes that, you off. Than, than the bigger yes because yes. Some, if your if your suspension is bad yeah. you realize yeah. that as, as it, it, your car will be very yeah, into the and even be, those with cars with the with the, with the rigid axle at the back yes sometimes you can see that you can yeah, feel yeah, the yeah, back yeah, dancing yeah, yeah. yeah. wow <laughs> mostly it they they start tend to speed when the 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 rumble strips are now reducing in, thick, in, in thickness. thickness. So they wear off. Yes, when they wear off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. but when they are new, new. you dare not you do dare that. You dare not. I'm <laughs> sure before the next bit, you're off the road. Oh, okay, but like, rightly said, they are more dangerous than the speed hump. The speed mm-hmm. hump. The speed table, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, do we have any message? Okay, all right. Let's 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 move on. Um, uh, Jacob. Yeah. Um, I realize that the road, mm. when the road is very bumpy, you know, what can you do? You know, sometimes you are going at a particular speed and all of a sudden, especially if you are driving on a road you don't know too well, mm. all of a sudden the road starts, you know, undulating. Yes. And sometimes it unsettles the car. Yes. What What will you advise drivers to do? You see, when you are talking, sometimes you don't know the road. Mm-hmm. So that means you have to apply caution. Yes. But you are not, you are not familiar with the road. Mm-hmm. Caution. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you have the first feel, that's what I was saying, as you are driving, the car itself responds to the condition of the road. Mm-hmm. So it will give you a feel. So once you feel you are bumping, you have to slow down. Okay. Slow down and then settle and make sure you are in control of the car. Mm-hmm. And then slowly go to the bumps and then move on. Oh, okay. If you have become overconfident, you can see through your car away. Overconfidence. Yes. I realize that a lot of people crash their car when they have it new. Yes, because <laughs> it thinks it's a new... You see, that's what I was saying that when I see cars, and sometimes I laugh because the way I, 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 I laugh. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the car... Look at the, the portion of the car that touches the ground. Mm-hmm. Only small part of the tie. Mm-hmm. Very small. So that's what your life depends on. Mm-hmm. So whether it's new or whatever it is, that small portion, that's what is holding you. Yeah. And that can fail. Yeah. The engine may not fail. A, a tie may not come off. But it can burst the tie. You can, something can break. break. It can, it's new. But it's still components and forces they can take. Mm-hmm. It can break. As I've seen a new car with broken arm. Lower arm. Lower arm. It went through a bump. It was just broken. Okay. These things can happen. So what is new car or, or, or rickety car, whatever it is, mm-hmm. the thing is that know the rules on the road and obey them. Okay. That's the only way you can be, you can be safe. As you're asking, engineer, I was talking about they take speed into consideration. Yes, even sometimes, even know, even the wind, the, even yeah. the cross winds. Yeah. Yeah, they take them into consideration when they are, when they are designing the roads. Mm-hmm. They take into consideration the, the cross winds. Yeah, engineer, <laughs> is that the reason why they, they sometimes they, they plant the trees? That's a windbreak. Yeah, it's it's just a windbreak. It's, it's just a, a windbreak. One of the years that I drive in Accra and I become so happy is the Kwabinya police station to the atomic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the, the yeah, yes, yes, you yes, just yes. get so relieved when you are with well, that. Yeah. yeah, that is right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he was talking about the the bumping, mm-hmm. I may propose through your media mm-hmm. that almost all the approaches, the signalized intersections, mm-hmm. when you go to thirty seven traffic mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. At f- all the four approaches, mm. if you are getting, um, let's say, about 100, km- 100 meters to the traffic mm. light, and you leave your lane and you join another lane, you mm. see that the car, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the the asphalt has heaved, mm. 
Oh, okay. To the you know because we are stationed. Stationed, yeah. So it has deflected with the wheels. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I may propose that and now with all the intersections in Ghana, mm-hmm. for others not to go and let's involve an accident mm-hmm. or be doing repetitive work, mm-hmm. all the approach should have uh, con- uh, pavement blocks. Pavement block. Okay. And that will be for for 50 years without uh, a problem. Uh, uh, I, uh, I saw a f- few around Kwabinya uh, runabout because uh-huh. there was almost every six months they have to they have to come and come and do, do it again. Yeah. And I was like. Can somebody know that that's the solution? So because the consultant like for, the, for, for that road, then the no, they have finished the road long ago. Oh, oh. Yeah, and then the defects started coming. So if you okay. can start doing almost all our approaches, yeah. 50 meters, 100 meters mm-hmm. before the approach, sometimes the traffic, if you know that within that signal intersection, you have maybe constant vehicles, but maybe six cars, eight mm-hmm. cars. So maybe it means you have to look at the distance a pla- involved. A, a place like uh, 37, between um, Flagstaff House yes. and 37, yes. the, the, the pedestrian crossing, mm-hmm. yes. That place is very, very bad. When you are driving, it, it, you know you to be yeah, throwing the car. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a heave. You know, a heave. It's a heave. And that is beyond 50 meters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That sometimes you have to know the how many vehicles constantly stand okay. awaiting the traffic to flow. Mm. Okay. So the basically those areas are the one areas that we have to actually... Dis- and then the other one is this. With, with, with all the good roads you do, I'm a, I'm a corporate, mm-hmm. when it comes to... The speed, I mean, you learn from yeah, experience. Yeah, right. When you do the speed ramp, mm. I think both approaches to the speed ramps on, let me say, the town roads mm-hmm. should have the same pavement blocks. Oh, okay. yeah. You do just about 20 meters yeah, you at see both that sides. The, the portals develop. But no matter mm. the road, the, mm. the, the, how mm. good the road is, mm. the, the both, both approaches of the road would have deflect, yeah. uh, defle- deflect, this, yeah. deflection base uh, relating to the, the traffic axial load that yeah, comes yeah, right. yeah. let, let, let me ask this question. Um, when you design the road or or when you are giving out or a contract for a road is being given, yeah. is, is provision made for maintenance some time down the line? No, it's just the one year. Usually in, it's one in year. In the contract, you have what we call the deferred liability period. Mm-hmm. So when the contractor finishes the road and it is satisfactorily accepted by the employer, mm-hmm. he is ma- mandated to stay on the project for one year okay. to re- remedy any defect that will come within the one, one year. year. Afterwards, that's finished. Okay. I'm just told that the Minister of Roads and Highways has proposed when he went to Kofodia, mm-hmm. That you should do a five year or something mm-hmm. that is not feasible. Oh, okay, it can only be feasible when you actually up the unit prices in the contract oh, okay. because it's been more or less like an addendum okay. to the actual contract. contract. The contract would finish, and we're using international specifications. The contract specification will say that every contractor has one year deferred liability period. Oh, okay. When he's done and you want him to stay on the road, he says charges you for maybe under four years. Okay. But that, that's a good point. If but they want but to how do often, that. How do they have, do they plan to main, uh, routinely maintain the roads? The, that, that's what the Ghana Highway does. So it's the Ghana Highways. Ghana job. Highways, Department of Urban Roads and Department of Federal Roads. Oh, okay. But it's the cash flow. Oh, okay. But for them, they always plan for the year. They have area managers who are scattered across the country, but they are not in district. They might, one area manager may occupy about four districts. So he moves around to actually report back to his region, and the region reports to the head office, and then budget is made for. Are you such. are you familiar with the motorway? Yes, but it's been a long time. Since I used oh, maybe okay. like some f- two months or three months. What is it with mo- the motorway and people turning um, U-turns on it? Motor, it's, it's a problem for a, a war on indiscipline. Yeah, the motorway is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time the motorway was constructed, there were no houses around. In fact, there were nets, mm-hmm. chain fencing. Yeah, restricting know. any movement. Those that there were catalogs there. Mm-hmm. I stayed in Ashama in 
89 to 92. Mm -hmm. You know, almost all the lands there were either graceful, uh, graceful for yeah. mm -hmm. and the rice farms. Yeah. Now they are built up areas, mm -hmm. and so I think we with the new designs that are being done, we will have to they will have to improve it. But on the motorway itself, we should not allow a lot of the movement. Otherwise, we def it def um, defeat, defeat the purpose. Defeat the purpose of the so we, we it's expensive, mm -hmm. but we need to have a lot of the flyovers yes, here yeah. and there, mm -hmm. and underpasses. I'm sure the new design would. But you see, but I've I've heard people cry about the underpass mostly even on the Adenta Road before they actually mm -hmm. finished. Mm -hmm. You have to look at the terrain. Mm. And then, if you go and do on the flatland and there's the or low, what well, it becomes a fish pond. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much. So, uh, your, your final words of, of I'll, I'll just entreat the police mm -hmm. to report accident vehicles to the appropriate insurance companies. Mm -hmm. People are paying for that. Mm -hmm. And the police, I've seen a lot of them. The same way we actually praise them, the same way we have to chastise when they go wrong. And most of the time, when the accident happens on the road, I drive on the road every single day across the regions. They just do the testing, they finish, they okay it, the, bands come for, the person comes for the road. But government features have been destroyed. Light mm, poles, mm. guardrails, mm -hmm. signals, intersections. Who they, ha they are supposed to ensure that they go a next step okay. to get it done. All right. So the insurance company will not just spend their money by insuring your car and the whole year you don't report any accident case to them. All right. Thank okay. you, Jacob. Thank you, Ingen Engineer Abdullahi. Um, it's been a great session on 97.3 CTFM. <laughs> uh, it's been me, Eddie Poku, on the auto show. All the best and thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Awesome. Library, like she told her